Hi, I'm Katherine Sorensen. I'm Elizabeth Tardes. And you are here with the Firewalker Podcast. What is the Firewalker Podcast? It's a place where we join together as a community to share stories that have built us and who, how they have shaped us to who we are today. Always welcome. There's no shame, there's no judgment. And we are excited to have you listening. Well, they wouldn't be here if they weren't. I'm not going to lie. I feel like today might be better viewed, but... That's true. It's true because... Let's just... Can we explain our situation to the, <laughs> yes. to the listeners? I think we should. Okay. You go. We're in a real, like, office. In a real room. <laughs> like, grown-ups use. <laughs> I know. No kitchen. No Bruce barking. Nope. It's no right. asshole kids walking in and interrupting our workflow. <laughs> Hello. And... Behind us... Mm-hmm. This is a big, pretty TV, and it's got yeah. um, a questionable image of us no. projected upon it. It is absolutely beautiful. It's fucking art, Elizabeth. It's a photo from yeah. our photo shoot we did yes. for this. Yes. And the photographer said, grab your microphones and like do something funny. <laughs> so Catherine grabs hers and does what? I pretend to sing in it, like a fucking microphone. I don't know. You sing in a microphone. And I'm deep-throating mine. So <laughs> that's the only reason I say today might True. be better viewed on YouTube. It but might be. Whatever it absolutely will be. And we are also doing a question and answering. Yes. Is that the right word? I think so. Get to know us. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, the more you know, the more you grow. That's right. Wait, is that how? What? I know there's a saying about the more you know. I think so. Okay, it works. Especially after you see that image of Elizabeth, so mm-hmm. if you ain't growing after that, mm. uh-huh, uh-huh. We have a doctor we can recommend to get you on some steroids. <laughs> it's true. Okay, listen. We are also drinking alcohol. We are. Which is a really new thing for us. I feel yeah. like I've been sober my whole life due to being a Mormon. Ex-Mormon, what do you call? I think so whatever. mormon Yeah, so of course didn't drink then. And then I did bodybuilding for so long. Yes, same thing. Um, I actually did drink though when I was younger. <sighs> Reckless. So I grew up outside of Detroit. Well, right on the other side of Detroit is Canada. Yeah, baby! In Canada, you can drink at 19. So I basically spent from 19 to almost 21 in Canada. <laughs> I mean, but then I like as soon as whatever, <laughs> had a baby, and then uh, it just wasn't worth it anymore. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then quarantine happened. And oh, so did alcohol. <laughs> I pretty much think quarantine was the best thing for alcohol. Oh, sales yeah. have to be through the yeah. fucking room. Do you know what I didn't think about? Oh, yes, I agree. I kind of wish <laughs> I owned alcohol companies. Listen though. Oh, great. I actually have two things right now. Okay. Questionable image mm-hmm. on the thing, the TV behind us. It's so good though. Otter pops yes. in our mouths. Yes. Okay. And I'm still a little bit of a prune. It's not like this is my like area to like, you know. You say fever. prude or prune? Oh, I said prune. Yeah. <laughs> but I still sometimes get weird. But anyways, it might be a visual, might be fun for some of you guys. But what do you think it will sound like on our mics when we have these? Uh, Are you guys going to hear us slurping? I guess we're going to find out. Yeah, so maybe this is enjoyable on all levels. Oh, podcast, right? ASMR. Oh, mm, mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh. Welcome. Should we do a check-in with how we're feeling? Sure. I kind of like that idea. I feel like we got that okay. feedback from somebody. I'm kind of like, all right, where are we all feeling? Where are we at? So how are you feeling? Fucking excited. Yeah. Yeah, really good mood. Really pumped about this episode. Me too. I feel like we have so many chances to talk, but like really can we let loose and be like, this is who the fuck we are. Yeah, the first three episodes were heavy. Yeah. But this one's not. No. <laughs> fuck heavy. That'll be good. That'll be good shit. Don't worry about it. For heavy lifters called Catherine, I feel like I'll go heavy all day. I don't remember. I feel really awkward drinking this. I feel like we should put it in a cup. Okay. I know, we might. Excuse me. She's gonna go get a cup. Yeah, but can I use these? Uh, Sure, you can use anything you want. Do you want a cup? No, I'm okay right now. But since you didn't ask me how I'm doing, I'll just answer. (laughs) I'm such a bitch! (laughs) Kiko. Uh, I'm good. I feel excited. I feel... That was so rude of me. That's okay. God. Oh, well, whatever. I feel good. Let's do it. No. Can I hear more? More? Yeah. What else do you want to know? Um, uh, how was your day? How was your was day? good. Mm-hmm. Um, online school is finally, like, kind of finding its own rhythm, which is exciting and required less um, helicopter parent action today so that was good um i went to the gym I had a great workout oh i washed my hair i did i was gonna say you guys uh that yeah accomplishment right there so yeah it was a good day and now we're drinking so we are drinking and to be fair i did emotionally dump on elizabeth and never asked her how her day was i have been like i apologize wow um, it's fine okay i had nothing exciting so uh hella wrong i just heard exciting but thank you thank you for giving me the chance to like own that and show up as I want to show up. So thank you. Should we play? Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> and I can't use this cup. There's like a wrapper in it. Oh, oh, I can't do it. I oh, know I can't do it. Okay. So what do we want to start with? Uh, I don't know. Should we? So we asked for questions mm-hmm. from all of you guys. And then we actually had to shake down some friends too for some like additional questions. But Fair. it's fine. Um, and we got some really good ones. We, we said nothing was off limits. Some of y'all ran with that. <laughs> For sure. Thank God. Because um, that's the shit I want to talk about. Yeah. So, you know, there are some basic questions. And then there's some really juicy ones. So where do you want to start? Well, people wanted to know about our jobs. Let's start there. Yes. Like... I don't know questions about our jobs, but you start. I feel like mine will take five seconds. (laughs) I have had some jobs. Um, I started working when I was 14. I I don't know. I was highly motivated by money. And I actually started with a paper route. I know, right? But not like a traditional paper route. It was more of like, um, they would call it like a motor route where it's like, you get the papers that are going to the people. It's very, whatever. Yeah, it's just, These yeah, are things I don't even think exist anymore because everything is digital and whatever. Um, so I started that. And then I did a co-op program in high school, which is where you, know, you go to school half the day and then you go to work. That was my senior year. I was completely done with school, like over yeah. it. So I had registered for like normal senior year and then I think we were a couple days into the year and I was like I can't do this I need out so I switched 
And so then I only had like three hours of school and then I went to work. I was working in a Nextel store. Oh, I remember Nextel. I am dating myself here. <laughs> and that's actually where I met my husband. I was 17. I met him the day that uh, I had my senior pictures and he was late. So then I was late for my senior pictures and I was hella mad. I was like, if I don't get this fucking job. <laughs> Clearly that all worked out. Um, and then, In both sides. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I did phone sales for a long time. And then my most exciting job was we moved to New York City in 2002, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 2002. And I didn't have a freaking clue what I was going to do. My husband moved there for work. Like, his job put us there. And I saw an ad on, like, Craigslist for holiday help. I could either go to the same day. Saks was having, like, an open, like, whatever call for people. And so was Barney's. I made my decision. I actually wanted to work at Saks more because I knew more about Saks. And I made my decision based off the subway map. I could figure out. I only had to take one train <laughs> to get to Barney's. I was like, okay, yes. six train, like five stops. I can do this. It pops up right there. Okay, that's where we're going. And if that doesn't work out, like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. So it was like October, I think. And it was kind of cold. I stood outside in the line for like six hours to get an interview for a holiday, like $10 an hour Dear Lord. job. Uh, <laughs> that's tough to say worth it at the time. So by the time I get up there to like actually interview, clearly I'm like over it, but I had the time invested. So I interview with, she was actually the head of HR. Like she was like their director of HR. And she's like, here's the deal. Like I know you wanted sales, but all we have are expediter positions. I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. Like, that's what's that? Yeah. It was ringing up customers and wrapping gifts. I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So then she's like, you know what? Hang on a second. There's somebody I want you to meet. I actually ended up being introduced to the senior vice president, and his assistant needed an assistant for the holidays. So I actually got that job. And then I ended up being his assistant later, and that was like, Best story ever. Best That's job perfect. ever. I, um, it was like very Devil Wears Prada. You guys, her shoe collection from this time is fucking berserk. I actually have to insure my shoe collection when we move. Like separately. Like itemize and it has to take its own policy to move. Like I've <laughs> never seen so many red bottoms. Like I mean I have I guess when you walk into the store and I'm sure there's a back room that has them all. Yes. And there's like a display of like, wow, those are pretty. She has fucking more than the displays when I walk into the store. Okay, so I'm not I'm not joking. Barney's actually closed, like they called it a closing the store sale or something. Essentially they went out of business. Saks bought part of the name, somebody else part, bought part of the name, whatever. So now I can like tell these secrets because it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> but yes, I did Binder. have like an amazing discount, oh, but right. the shoes. So when you buy a pair of shoes and you wear them and return them, they can't be sold. Yeah. So if there was something wrong with them, then we would return it to the vendor. But if it had like a scuff or anything, yeah. it was trash. Yep. So once a year, <gasps> Employee sale. Shut up. They hoard them in the back. All shoes. No. Fifty. <gasps> I swear to God. I just lost my shit. I know. So wait, it gets better. And again, I can only say this now because they're out of business. So what I would do 
is I would buy however many pair of shoes I liked and then I would buy the same amount in ones I didn't want for myself or weren't my size and I would sell them all on eBay. Fucking hustler. Seriously. Yeah. So that's my best job ever. I know. Yeah, come at us with a better one. Yeah. We want to hear it. I have stories for days on Barbies and I'm sure that like over time they will all come out. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. There's, there's some juicy stuff in there. Like, I wish I would have kept a journal. I could have written a book. <gasps> I know. Well, never know. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. So that's my, my past work experience. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my very first job ever was in the mall. One of those, like, little kiosks. Yes. And it was when hemp necklaces were big, right? And we'd braid hemp in I the store. I think they're back. I think they are. Yeah. Thank God. Everything in 1990s is back. Yep. So I would do that. That was my very first job ever. And then I got pregnant and I needed a job that uh, I could be a pregnant kid, I suppose, and have. And my grandpa hired me to work for his insurance agency. Oh. So I drove around town See, I didn't even know and this. took pictures. Yeah, I took pictures of houses that he had insured. I don't know if that's legal or fair to send a kid to just take Polaroid pictures. And then Probably he, not. Yeah, I don't. I mean, sorry, Grandpa, but he's he's passed away. I'm so. they, I mean, I guess we're just talking to like. I'm sure all, all policies are pass- like long expired. Yeah. So <laughs> so that yeah. So we uh, I would do that, and that was literally the last job I had as a adult, well, kid. And then I raised kids while my ex husband went to law school and had his career and all that. We moved to Arizona in 2012, mm-hmm. and I applied for Lululemon, and my resume was fucking hysterical. Like, it was such, like, I remember looking at it and being like, what the hell do I write on here? Like, this is such a joke. Like, oh, you want my past boss? I literally wrote down my uncle's name and said, my insurance agent, go ahead and call him. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, my resume was actually really funny. Like. And it's a fucking selling stretchy pants. I'm sorry. Like, you know, like really. So I made it super comical. I got the interview, which actually is hard to do with work for the company. Um, I mean, hard, that's whatever. I didn't wait six hours in line to get directed to, eight, to like wrapping though. So yeah. Minimum wage. Yeah. I remember um, they did not want to hire me. This is after I got hired from the company. One, the manager did not want to hire me, but I hung around long enough. <laughs> and cleaned up and engaged with the team and was part of conversation they were like oh my god like we almost missed out on that one. Oh my gosh I love that. So got the job and um yeah within that job like a lot of my rest of my like accomplishments in life have come from sitting with the company going through their goal programs which is just like sitting down and writing out plans. I had never dreamed like dreamt dreamed dreamt of a goal of my own until I sat down and like kind of sat dumbfounded. Like, what do you mean I have a purpose or I have something in life I could work for? Because I, honest to God, and I know that there's females out there and males like that can relate to this, that it was my job to stay at home and support my husband all cost. It was not about me. And because, because I didn't make money, because I didn't like, he was valuable outside of the house and I was valuable inside. So until I sat down and, and like made goals and did that, I literally had never like this. This probably wouldn't be happening. Yeah, probably not. Hmm. Lululemon goals. So I, I mean, similar. I had to stay home with kids. My husband has traveled our whole marriage. Like 
We got married. We landed from our honeymoon. He had already packed his bag. He was starting a new job. That's why we kind of had to like rush our wedding and whatever, move it all up. And he had packed his bag before we left for our honeymoon. We came home from the airport. He showered, changed. I drove him back to the airport and he was gone for like three weeks. Like that's how we started our marriage. <laughs> so same thing. Like, yes, I worked in New York because we could not afford to live there. Even with me working, we couldn't afford to live there, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't an option there. But yeah, after that, like it was my job to stay home. And it's the hardest job in the world, but it's also the best job in the world. I love it. Yeah. It is like being a mom, as we kind of like wrote down like our stuff, we're like, I kid you not, we were at the end of like, okay, we're giggling, laughing, writing, like what we're going to talk about. And we both looked at each other, we're like, and we're moms. We're like, oh my God, we almost forgot. Oops. <laughs> Each has three kids in there too. Yeah, seriously. So we have a combined parenting experience of like what? A hundred years. 37 years or something? That's true, I'm 40. Yeah, so we have like 37 years of parenting between the two of us. <sighs> Come on, we're, we're fucking experts. I know, basically. Yeah. Sounds a lot more impressive when you like add your years and my years together. Well, but you know, whatever. <laughs> and, but technically speaking, here we are. Yes, you add us together. Yeah. yeah. Collectively. <laughs> so ask us some parenting questions. We'll tell you all the wrong answers. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. But also answer it. Yeah. Well. So speaking uh, of, let's let's okay. another question. Okay. Yes. Um, another question that we were asked was, do we want to go for the fun one? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So a fun one, maybe. Okay. How about? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Honey. Okay. Uh, someone wants to know yes. if we are ever going to cover non-monogamy and if one and or both of us are in non-monogamous relationships. Well, want me to start? Go for it. Okay. So, at the end of my marriage where it was ending and I'm scrambling to figure out like what the fuck is going wrong. I had never like to be all the way honest about my divorce. I really didn't see it coming until the very, very end. And then it was like, Oh my God, I have an option to leave or to, you know, whatever. I, I, that, I kid you not. That's exactly like, so I was sitting there scrambling like, Oh my God, how do we make this work? Okay. So yes, I introduced like, hey, like, wouldn't it be fun if we went and hooked up with another couple and we did all these things? So, you know what? There you go. I can say that I did. I cannot speak for Matt. Um, it is that is his his thing, and uh, I can speak for me that I have been with other couples and it was amazing. I'm sorry, I loved it. Um, moving forward. I have learned that a one man, one relationship is what I want, but I don't know if I would have known that had I not tried it. There you go. Yeah. Boom. Um, I've been to some swinger parties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they don't have a party. They're freaking lit, man. Holy moly. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. And the whole time, like, you're like hiding, like, holy smokes. I, oh, oh, I have so many stories I want to share. My physical oh. like defense force field is like all the time. Oh, that's another episode. I actually that's use my episode. husband to like block me most of the time. So anyways, 
So yes, we are going to get into uh, non-monogamy. Yeah, of course. In more depth later on down the road. Yeah, for sure. Great question. Yeah. Great, great question. Yes. What's next? Oh, okay. Um, Hmm. Oh, let's brag. Okay. Okay, ready for some bragging? You first. Sure. Uh, where do I want to start? I like this one. Okay, okay, okay yeah. Because it's my favorite. Okay. So, I attended a very large high school for the hot minute I actually went to high school. But, I was nominated my sophomore year as homecoming queen. And ended up, I think, runners up. Runner up. I don't know how it really works. Yes. But, um, you were on, like, yeah, yes. yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was super, super awesome. And in the time I had no clue what it actually meant. I was just like, Oh, cool. So I get to do a skit. Like I had, I really just like bubble around life. Like I'm like, duh, duh, duh. like this is great. And yeah, so you do. I do, I do. I'm like a little, like, I don't know, butterfly. And I remember being like the night before, like, Oh my God, I got to think of a skit. Yeah, I just remember lip singing something on the stage and having like the other people like do really cool shit. And I remember just sitting there like being a dumbass with a mic lip singing something. And some of the girls like throwing a baton and like dancing. Ooh. One girl pulls out a fucking baby grand, starts playing this. She won. Well deserved. <laughs> well deserved. The baby, baby grand, nice touch. Yes. Nice touch. And, uh, yeah, that was my, I feel like I'm like, wow, like that was kind of cool and big deal. That is a huge deal. Yeah. I can tell you I was definitely not. <laughs> anywhere near, I, um, oh, I did go to one homecoming dance, but it's just wasn't my thing. I yeah. wasn't very like social in high school. Don't, you don't have to be. Yeah. No, it wasn't my bag, so. No. Okay, what's your bragging? Um, well, I'm going to use your favorite one. Oh. When we talked earlier. I will have you all know. I was in Girl Scouts actually until I was a junior, no, yeah, a junior in high school, all the way from first grade. Um, I did not do it my senior year just because I was working and it just was too much for me, whatever. Um, But every single year that I was a Girl Scout, I sold the most cookies in the entire motherfucking concept. Okay, when I say I, I mean my dad, but... He would parade me around at work. I would like put on my cute little uniform and I would just walk around with like my little order form and then he would kind of bully people in <laughs> Your dad's awesome. I know. So awesome. every single year for like, so the council's like your district or whatever. Okay. And so yeah, I won every fucking year. I went to Girl Scout camp for free. <laughs> if like anything that you had paid for, my shit was done. Like, I love it. So yeah, that's. That's one of my childhood accomplishments. Yeah, I feel like by raise of hands and like buttons, do we need to, do we need to have a podcast where we go over badges? Sure. I kind of like that'd be really. I fun. actually have all of them. Yeah, and can we maybe have like a spot where we get to like do them? Maybe yes. we can have somebody else that's been on the Girl Scout train come and be a part of it. That would be awesome. It'd be really freaking. I never went to Girl Scouts. I always wanted to. Yeah, it was one of the only things that like I was allowed to do. So, but no, Girl Scouts was probably one of the best parts of my childhood. And like, if I were to have to like narrow down what the absolute best part was, it was definitely Girl Scout camp every summer. A highlight of my year every year, hands down. I learned how to ride horses. Damn, I know. Uh. 
They learned how to like lie about how much water you drank because it tasted like shit because it was well water. I learned all that stuff. I feel like very useful traits as an adult. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Has they come in handy? Uh, yeah, but I actually do drink my water now. Yeah. So I don't lie about it, but I did then. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, what else we got? Uh, what else we got? Should we do another question? Yeah. Okay, let's do. Oh, here's one. Okay. We teased with this one on Instagram. We did. Um, someone would like to know: Are either or both of us ticklish? If so, where and how much? <laughs> you want me to go? Sure. Well, I was at one point in my life until. And this is not creepy. It sounds creepy when it's coming out of my mouth. But dad, my dad would so annoyingly freaking wake me up by tickling my feet, which does sound creepy. I know, but he really, he never. Oh my god, that's so rude. It's yeah, like, and I just remember laying there being like, "This is not cool, dude." Like it really, like it sounds really. But my dad's actually never once I ever felt uncomfortable with my dad that way. But I literally became. Desensitized from tickling. You could, you could, have at me. I'll, I will stone cold my face. Even if it tickles, I will not like, and it, it like, it, it can't. Okay, so same for me. I actually taught myself to like, it's mind over matter. <laughs> it is mind over matter. And I actually just taught my kids to do it too because they were like so ticklish and I don't even know how we got on the subject. They were annoyed that I wasn't when they were trying to bug me recently. So I like, taught them, <laughs> here you just tell yourself it doesn't tickle and then it doesn't tickle. Okay, the one exception though. Let's talk about disconnecting to our bodies here. Let me teach you how to disconnect really easy. The one exception is like my hips. Really? Oh. Really? And it doesn't even have to be like a tickling like motion or situation. Wow. You touch my hips. Uh oh. I know. Uh oh. I know. It kind of makes for some like awkward situations of like, oh, I'm having sex or whatever. Oh, <laughs> That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, so fun facts. Yeah. Stay away from Elizabeth's hips. Yeah. Well, or don't. <laughs> Depends. Depends. Depends on where you're going. Yeah, do we want to do, well, speaking of fun facts, we want to do some fun facts? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, fun fact um, that I have zero photographs, and I have, like, called people, like, please do you have photographs at this time. I really wish I had them, but I was a CrossFit regional athlete. Huge. That's actually, if you're a CrossFit athlete, you know what a big deal that is. Huge. It's huge. So 2011, I went to regionals on a team, and I think there were 17. No, I mean, whatever. They, they placed the top 17, and we were maybe 15th, 14th. Dude. Yeah. That's amazing. CrossFit Cedar City. That's where we were, CrossFit mm -hmm. Cedar City. Fun fact, I did CrossFit for like nine months, and... <laughs> I do remember. I went with you. That's right. You I did. did. I went with you. It yeah. was yeah after a show, and I was allowed to do other kind yeah. of workouts. Yeah, it wasn't for me. I was just burnt out and wanted something new. And I did like that. You just walk in and you don't have to think about it. They yeah, just tell you what they to set do. it all up. Yeah, you do it and you're done for the day. Yeah, amazing. But it just wasn't for me. So that was my foray in CrossFit. I love it. Very short lived. <laughs> okay, what's your fun fact? Um, I went to Catholic school for three years. <laughs> As a non-Catholic. <laughs> so anything that went wrong ever was my fault. Didn't matter the circumstance. 
it was my fault because I wasn't Catholic, so I was bad. Oh, yeah. Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. There's there's some deep trauma there, oh, which we God. will probably talk about. Yeah, I do. Th- I feel like religion will be a really fun one to talk about. Honestly, yes. a podcast about religion because mm-hmm. oh my god, oh man, ooh wee. Yeah, there's a lot there. Lots Get us that. going. I mean, that might have to be a series. Yeah, probably. And I really love when I like think about we could have series because like there's so much shit I want to talk about. But go like long, like tell right. like real real stories, and it's like, well, how long you listeners want? You know, yeah. we're gonna have to break it up. Yeah. So. Okay, all right. Tell me something else. Oh, okay. I had two teenage pregnancies and one teenage pregnancy I placed for adoption. So I had a little boy my junior year of high school placed him for adoption. And my second teenage pregnancy was when I was in high school, also as a senior. And I never completed high school, have so many like Speaking of deep-rooted trauma, there's a lot there. But I will have to say, (laughs) I hold a 4.0 in college. I took one class, humanities, at Southern Utah University. Fact check. (laughs) Hold the transcript. Yeah. And I'm a 4.0 student. So I literally don't want to go to college again so that I can, you know, what do I do? I mean, what do I do? You drop the done. mic. You fucking drop the mic right. right there. And you walk in and you be like, yeah, well, I got 4.0, so, you know. I don't say anything about a degree held. But you that know, wasn't the question. That wasn't the question. Ask specific right. questions. Did you go to college? Yes. Yeah, I have a 4.0. Boom. <laughs> yeah, okay, go. <laughs> uh, oh, this is kind of school related. Yeah. Um, in high school, I did the forensics team. I do fucking love this story. Uh, if you don't know what forensics is, it's competitive public speech. I was definitely, and actually still am, what am I talking about? Afraid of speaking in public and actually like with any attention at all. That's why this is like such a big deal for me. So I forced myself to like take speech classes and drama classes. It never fucking got any better, but whatever. I think I'm just like a glutton for punishment because I still kept going back every year. Can I pause and be like, she's so good at this. Like, you would never know. You would never know. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Well, glad I am a good baker. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) That's what she said. Two years, (laughs) I went to state for forensics. And I actually did broadcasting, which was, like, basically you did, like, fake news reports. I mean, it was real news, but, like, obviously not on television. And the guy who beat me both years, well-deserved, he was... My age, he had straight up Tom Brokaw voice, oh, like coming wow. out of this like wow dorky yeah wow Good and for- like he starts talking and everybody's just like and I'm like all right we're fucking done here you <laughs> do you even want me to get up right. I mean really really judges do you like, need me to get up let's or you just hand it to him and let's yeah. pack it up folks can we, I mean we can we can leave here hours early cause... so he won both times but I still did it and I made it that far to the very very end both times I love it yeah. I feel like I say I love it a lot because I genuinely think, like, this is some cool shit. Yeah. I also, my senior year, I did DECA, which was, like, same kind of thing, but for marketing. Yeah. And I went to state for that, too. Hot damn! Oh. Yeah. So those are are my high school accomplishments. They're, like, brag city. Yeah, that was good. Especially because it was so hard for me. That's why it was good. 
I think that'd be hard for anybody. But yeah. Like, there were huge rooms of people that, like, and you would just have to walk in and, like, just do it cold, and there's judges in your face and lights in your face, and it's hard. I feel like it's taken a really long time for me not to give a shit, and I still, it's a practice, not to give a shit what other people think about me. To be able to walk in and be like, you can like it or not, man. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit. But at that age, to be able to kind of get up there and, in a sense, be like, this is me. I don't know that I was, like, I don't think it was if people didn't like me or their opinion of me that gave me, like, the anxiety of it. It was more just I have never liked, like, attention. Tension. Like, I, I don't like to right. be the focus of anything in any situation. The minute, like, uh, attention is drawn to me in a room, in a conversation, I'm like, okay, we're done here. Let's go. That is very true. Yeah. So that's why it was a big deal for me. Do you feel like you've moved through that? Not, or do you feel, no. No, not at all. No, I hate it. But it's fine. Well, can we, I mean, just to also brag about Elizabeth. Uh-oh. Can we talk about Ultimate Tag? Oh. Okay. Are we saving that for finale? No, we'll just Okay, go. Uh, yeah. So it was a show on Fox this year. It actually just wrapped, I want to say like two Wednesdays ago. Uh, it was the first season, and I got like a DM in my junk folder from somebody saying like, we're casting for this TV show, so I obviously thought it was a scam. I didn't reply until like <laughs> three weeks later. Oh, we're casting. Yeah. Casting. Uh -huh. oh. Oh. <laughs> Send us some photos. No. Yes. But no, it was legit. I actually, so before I replied, I Googled the girl, and I realized that she, like, that recruiter, like, recruited for like... Playboy and um, Hell's Kitchen and all of these things. I was like, oh, she's real. Wow. So I responded thinking it was too late because it had been like three weeks, but it wasn't. And I was in the interview process from like November of 2018 until the night before I left to go film the show. Like I did not know for sure. They were basically like, you signed your contract, your bags are packed, but until you get your ticket, like you are not like accepted. So I just had to, you know, like, be on call for it. Well, luckily, they liked me. And, yeah, I went to Burbank for three weeks. And What's not to like? I know, right? Yeah. I'm fucking awesome. You are. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make that a freaking loop. I'm fucking awesome. Yes. So, yeah, I went to Burbank for three weeks and uh, had the time of my life. I remember. Like, I remember when she was there, and I pried so many questions, and she's like, "Sorry, I can't tell I you." Can't tell. I'm like, "Dude, what?" She'd be like, "Look at this fucking lake that got broken in half." Really, I've never seen this human. I, I don't know if I've seen a human be as beat up. I was beat to shit. Beat up. Yes, and I couldn't tell anybody why I was beat to shit. So yeah, I just remember she'd send these pictures. Yeah, like here's my leg. Look at it. There's no skin left. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I was on the fourth episode, and I did not win my episode, but I didn't go out first, which is all I really Amazing. Wanted. Yeah. So. Google it. Google it. If, if we know how to hook links. Oh, actually, so there's that? a link in my Instagram, but I'll okay. add it to this one, too. Okay. Yeah, so I'll link that. It's so amazing. Okay, well, and can we circle back? Because I think the alcohol might be, I can't even say it, alcohol. Which I've already spilled on my shirt, by the oh, way. Yeah. yeah, but oh, it blended just nicely in white. It's cool. But always wear black, Sorensen. Always yes. wear black. Um, did we cover the monogamy with you? 
Yeah, we went to swinger parties. Oh, all right, people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if we. Yeah, if I no, it wasn't for space. us. Like we did, like talk about it, think about it, but in the end, it wasn't. It wasn't our bag. Yeah, I hear you. I'll still go back to some parties. Though, so if you want to <laughs> take me send an invite <laughs> yes. this way, we yeah, totally seriously, so with fun. Yeah, it's they're lit, man. They really are. Okay, let's do another question. Another question. Yeah. All right. How about? Okay, this is a little bit more serious one. Okay. What dating advice would you give to a 28-year-old? Now, this was sent by a female. I don't know if it matters one way or another. Well, being that I've been on the dating scene never as a youth, I was married, I mean, technically in like ninth grade was when the last like, when, you know, Matt and I became boyfriend and girlfriend until last December, it was finalized. So I've really only dated for what month are we? Eight months? Yes. So dating advice that I have, oh my God, I more like need your dating advice. But, um, yeah, maybe we should have her. Yeah, I would love that. Okay, let's do that. We're yeah. gonna book that. But I do have one, like, where I feel like I've, like, really been, like, oh my God. So, well, two advice, two advices. Number one, realize your fucking worth, right? When you show up and you go there, they fucking wanted you there. You hold power and control over the situation, whether you wanted them there or them, but it's a mutual thing. So don't fucking fold or think you're less than because you are there for their date or whatever, okay? You fucking have power and you have so much worth, it's crazy, okay? So that would be the first advice. That's really fucking good. Second, you don't have to fucking stay, okay? So I've been to places where I'm like, oh my God, I was so catfished, right? Like, what the hell? Okay, so I've sat down at the table. <laughs> I'm sorry, I fucking have worth and I'm not sitting there if I don't want to. Okay, so I remember sitting down and like looking at him and being like, hi, you know, nice to meet you. Within like five minutes, I was like, you know what? This is not gonna work out. <laughs> I did. And like, I want to say he'd ordered some sort of whatever, and I was like, dude, thank you, I appreciate it, and I up and left and unmatched it immediately. Was he, like, blocked before you even got your Yeah, it was, like, to the car. Like, it was like, you ain't gonna message me. Also, don't give your fucking phone numbers out, oh. man. You stay on those apps for eternity, no matter what they try to coax you out of, because one day, okay, there's a high likelihood you're not gonna want communication with this person ever, okay, in any form of your life, okay? Yeah. You give your number out, you know, it's just another place that you cannot just be like, and forget. Yeah. So um, there's that. I love that. Okay. Also, wear condoms, okay? Oh, good one. Yes, because I fell in that for a while. Okay, is that, I can say it. Like, I'm it. new it's to this important. game, right? And like, that's, I'm sorry. I have literally, like, what is the date today? Whatever, August, whatever. August so 10. last week, I went and did a full blood panel. Like all sort, all, everything. Like every, like I tested blood for anything under the sun to make sure I'm clear. Moving forward, if it ain't wrapped, it ain't happening. So there's that. That's a good one. Thanks. What do you got? <laughs> uh, <wow>. Mine's <laughs> like so emotional after that. Uh, uh, no, I would just say that 28 is young. Like the young. fact that she put 28 in there makes me think she feels like, um, you know, like her clock is ticking or time is ticking or whatever, but 28's fucking young. Yeah. 
And I would much rather be 28 and single rather than 38 and on my like third marriage because I settled or was trying to keep wow. up with people or thought I needed to have kids by a certain age. Like that's all bullshit. So I would say like, just fucking be happy with where you are and you're not late wow. to anything. You're not old. You're not. Like no. this game's fucking long, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We gotta play for a long fucking time. Yeah. And you're gonna have to play with that person mm-hmm. for a long fucking time. So Which is beautiful and also Absolutely. complicated and hard. Right. Being married was not less hard. Now being single is not less hard. They were both hard. And they both took a lot of work. And they both took, are taking a lot of communication. So, I mean, you can always wish the grass is greener somewhere else. But speaking from a marriage that just ended, it is not always greener somewhere else. So enjoy your journey. Take your time. Agreed. Yeah. And, um, again, know your worth, man. Like, don't fucking go down to no other level for somebody else. Like, if they can't rise up to meet you... That's it. Like, don't go back down. Like, commit to yourself that you are valuable and what you need and what you want is worthy of somebody else coming and meeting you and matching you. There's plenty of people out there. And to think that there's not, like, there's so many. So, let's, I'll go on dates with you. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) We'll go go out together. Yes. Really, though. And then, seriously, we're going to need that dating advice, too, for her. Yes, I am. I also, can I throw in one more thing? Absolutely. That um, we were raised by humans that put us in a box with ideas that weren't ours, with uh, values that aren't ours, okay? So we were told whatever family you were raised in, told, so I'll use Catherine, that you have only sex when you're married, you have kids, you have a career. Well, you, Catherine, stay home while you marry someone who pursues a career, has titles, has degrees, has importance in that world. That's what they told me to do. I didn't choose that. So you're 28, you have everything ahead of you. Like, unattached from those ideas, find what you actually want and move forward there. Like, there's a book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel, which is a fucking killer book. It's so short, so easy to read. But it's a an, it's power punched with incredible information. So read that book. Figure out those powers of, like, the attachments and those agreements you made that you didn't actually agree. So, all right. I'm going deep. Love it. <laughs> as deep as that mic in Elizabeth's mouth. Hey. <laughs> really gotta check out that photo it's, it's sexy it, it's good one yeah i like i kind of stared at your tits for a long time uh, like i look up there and i'm like oh i need to look at the camera right here but i'm like oh look, look right there um boop, boop. i can introduce you to the girl who styled that photo <gasps> that was me yeah yeah so that's why my boobs look good mm-hmm. oh push them up honey so speaking of looks another yeah. question okay uh we got Mm-hmm. What do we put on our faces to make us look so I can't flawless? wait. You go first. You're going to be highly disappointed, Me friends. Too. Me too. Okay, go. Okay. My beauty routine is Cetaphil. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like the biggest yeah. one I can get at fucking Walmart. Like yeah. $9.78. <laughs> 
I wash my face with that. I use the um, Forbidden St. Ives Apricot Scrub. Sweet. And I use that shit every fucking day. I know it says use it like three days a week. I use that shit every fucking day. We got a sloth. Sloth? Sloth? Whatever it is. We got exfoliate. Yeah. Oh, so exfoliated. Mm-hmm. No dull, dull dry over here. And then, for mm -hmm. my fancy serums and creams and lotions, I use Olay Day Cream. <laughs> <laughs> Buy it at Costco in a two-pack for like $12.99. That's it. I remember being in the car with you and stopping at CVS or something. This yes, was we before. did. We, we did. did. And, and stopping at CVS and being like, wait, what are you getting here? Okay, actually, that day, I didn't even buy the Olay. I bought the CVS. You did. She did. And I was like, tell me. <laughs> tell me about it. Do you remember? I was like, it's like, because I also feel like that's when I felt like it was secure to tell you. <laughs> but I also use Neutrogena, some acid. Yes. I don't even know what it is. Like, I don't know. It's a, it's a bottle that's upside down tube. Okay. Yeah, so I use that. And um, same, like, a hand, it's a body lotion. No, it's not the body. It's everywhere lotion. So I'm like, well, dude, if you don't specify it's not for the face. Yeah, it's been the clearest my skin's ever been. I've used those, I mean, literally, I've done so much stupid shit to my face. Same. Never has my skin been clearer. Right. I do use an expensive scrub that I got from a spa. It's oh. probably expired, but it works. And it's like orange. Nope, not orange. Pump, pumpkin. Pumpkin. Oh. It's like... I remember I bought it my last facial, which was like October. Okay, that's not expired then. You're yeah, fine. it's fine. It's just food. But I will <laughs> that say that doesn't expire. So <laughs> I was having when I was in my early twenties. I was having some weird face stuff. Yeah. Like I had good skin. It is one of the things I was genetically blessed with, um, all through my teens. And then I was like twenty-two, and all yeah. of a sudden my face was like I was fourteen. Yeah. So I had gone, to, this is when I was living in New York, I had gone to this uber highly rated, highly recommended dermatologist on Park Avenue wow. who looks at me and he's like, what are you using? I was, I'm not kidding you, using $400 face cream. I was buying it with my discount, but whatever. Still, still $400 a, face cream. Even with a discount, it's expensive. And so I'm like listing off these things. He's like, you don't need any of that shit. Here's what you need. And he's the one that told me. Cetaphil, he did not do the apricot scrub, but that was my own little add-in. <laughs> he told me Cetaphil, and at that time it was Neutrogena Day Cream, but they actually stopped making that exact one, and I switched to Olay. He's I, like, that's all you need, and my face, no I, problem since. I do want to say a plug for sunscreen. I do use, like, a uh, BB cream, mm -hmm. or, like, a, that is, that's the most expensive part of it, is, like, that that has a, a sunscreen in it. But yeah. it should be, I mean. I wear sunscreen on my face every day. And I reapply if I'm going to actually be in any kind of real sun. Yeah. So I always have it in my bag, like hiking, whatever, yeah. outside with the kids, whatever. Yeah. And I wear a hat too. Yes, because you want priceless. That's right. It's priceless. And wait, though, too, um, with, like, I kind of have a similar story. Like, once I hit 30, I was fucked. I was like, what? It's causing all this acne. Like, all the hormonal zones acne. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like I always had a pimple and I'd be so excited. Like we had an episode where we talked about don't take pictures of me. I was so self-conscious about my face and acne that I would step out of pictures or not mm -hmm. take a selfie or something because my acne was so bad. And um, I remembered, I mean, that's when I started using all the expensive stuff. And uh, yeah, I recently has been, like have you noticed? No, it looks really good. Yeah, it's literally been since I've been using like, right? You know what? Less is more. It's true. Unless we're talking alcohol 
Or are you out on yours? Oh, I need a refill. Okay, so I'm going to work on that. Pause. So I'll bring up another question while we're waiting for oh. <laughs> a refill. Delivery. Uh, let's do, oh, this is a fun one. Yeah. So I had someone ask me mm -hmm. if my husband would allow me to have a night with <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. So I actually called him <laughs> and I was like, hey, babe, here's the question. question. I have the offer. And he's like, this is the weirdest thing ever. I'm like, well, I don't want to put words into your mouth. So I figured I would, <laughs> you know, reach Cheers. out. And, Oh, yes. And see what you thought. And he's like, well, do you think Michael B. Jordan is hot? I'm like, I don't. And he's like, well, then there's your answer. Like, it wouldn't even be an issue. It's a non, because I would never ask. Okay. Yeah, not interested. Can I ask a question that's real? Yeah. Is Michael B. Jordan, like, the, like, athlete? Like, Michael Jordan? I, I think it's his son. I'm pretty sure. He's an actor. Okay, I don't know who that is. I'm pretty sure. Let you know what? Why don't you go ahead and answer another question, and I'll Google it. Well, okay. Uh, okay. How about? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. I'm a pro bodybuilder. There you go. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Kind of a cool fact. Kind of hard to do. You know. It's actually very hard. Please don't downplay it. Yeah, it's okay. It's very hard to do. I think I stayed on prep legit on prep where I was eating no shit food. Like there's ways to like, you just macro count and you can go and eat in and out and you can go eat whatever, you eat whatever, you just track your macros. I ate freaking fish, rice, beef, veggies for two years with very minimal cheats. I fucking was in it. Mm -hmm. I, 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 and like to be a professional athlete on any level, you it takes extreme dedication and work. So. I did do a very hard thing. Uh, I body built hard. for, I think I wrote it down, 2014, became pro 2018, and shows every year. And uh, I actually was in Romania and got my pro card there and was able to step on an international pro stage the following day, which is super cool. Even cooler. It's super cool. Like you turned pro one day and you did a pro show the next day. Yeah. It does not and like I looked good. Oh, like, I fit on that stage. Yes, like, there were did. bigger, better shape, you know, like, dude, these are girls that have been, you know, I, I'm like, oh, I've been this for four years. This, like. No, like, you stood there and you held your own. Yeah. A lot of times people turn pro, which is still fucking huge, but they still have another three to four years before they can stand on a pro stage. And you did it 24 fucking hours later. Oh, my gosh. And you could not have wiped the smile and the, like, pride of this accomplishment off my face. You literally couldn't. Like, I remember just like floating and doing my little like show and posing and just being lit, like soul sparkly happy. So that is like one of my like, it's really cool. Like, it's huge. Yeah. And I came home with a sword. I have a sword from Romania. So. Hell yeah, you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love mm -hmm. it. Uh, so yeah, he actually is Michael Jordan's son. Let's see him. Uh, he's right there. I did know what he looked like. You did? Here, should we show our, should we show our audience know, let's here? Let's see. Let's... Can we do this? Let's, uh, pull him in. Yeah. He's there cute. He's cute. Thing is, I really he's like the older guys. I like, he's... I'm not like a big young pop guy. Born in 87, so he's 33. Too young for me. So, the answer would be, my husband would say no, because he'd be like, is he hot? And I'd be like, not to me. And he'd be like, okay, then no. So huh. there's your answer on that one. Question. I'm gonna give you a freebie with anybody though. 
if you wanted it. Okay, so my mm -hmm. self-proclaimed hall pass since 2002 yeah. has been Nick Lachey. <laughs> <laughs> it has never changed. Oh my God, pull up a picture. I love him so much. Can we pull up one that you would like masturbate to? Okay. <laughs> I probably can just go into my photo yeah. album here well, and see. Go to favorite. Locked favorite. That's right. Also, I did not realize that photos can lock and be private, so that's been fun. There you go. I, love, I don't really take them. To be fair. No, you really don't. I know. Also, fun fact to the dater that asks dating advice, once somebody fucking has your picture, they fucking have your picture, and you right. can't take that back. So I refuse to send anybody I'm dating photos of me that would put me in an explicit Position. Okay. It's hard to see. That's a picture we pull him in. Yeah, probably. I just love him. Love. He's a good Ohio boy. Yeah. Yep. Has mm -hmm. never changed. So. Cute. I'm pretty sure I, I could get that one approved. Okay. I feel confident. Yeah. I don't think I would have had a hall pass when I was married. No. I don't think that would have been part of our deal. So I don't really think I could have swung it earlier in our marriage. Like. I actually remember, so yeah. my husband was like, ha, 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 that's so funny, and a cliche. <laughs> and then we moved to Calabasas, <laughs> right down the road from him, and he was like, oh, shit, this isn't funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> shit just got real, real fast. That's right. I was on a mission. I never even, like, saw him. We saw everybody else. Never saw him. <sighs> it was not meant to be. Your stars are not aligned with Nick's. Someday. Someday. Hey, Nick, if you're watching this, and you have a I know your wife is way hotter, but I mean, just throw me a fucking bone here, okay? I mean, just even a like edited image of you and her with her would be nice. I'll take that. Can that is that fair? I'll settle. Can I just tell you that Pat, Elizabeth's husband, actually edited this picture? He sure did. And put a fucking dick in. Yeah. <laughs> he took out the microphone and put a penis there and sent it to me. That's when you know you married a good man. Yeah, it was actually like a good penis, so like high five for that one. Yeah, it's kind of not fair. Can we re-edit so I can have a dick too? Oh, absolutely. Thank you. You'll have it like before the night's over, I guarantee you. Yeah. And then the other room. Hey, Pat. <laughs> I don't think you would be amused right now. Maybe yeah, he was a little irritated with us. We're high maintenance. We are high maintenance. I mean, we're in a real office now, like a real fucking working room. We have like a whole lot of like lighting demands. Yeah, and so it's like, uh, I hate it. <laughs> Make it cooler. Make it warmer. Uh, turn that light on. Turn that light up. Turn that light on. Turn that light up. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> What's your ethnicity? Are you fucking kidding me? I know. Glow in the fucking dark. That's my ethnicity. Wow, look at my veins when I drink. Oh, I get so masculine. It's so I know, it's exciting. This forehead one's gonna be lit in a minute. Yes, it is. What's your ethnicity? I am as white as it gets. <laughs> I am split 50-50 down the middle, Irish and Polish. Oh. And it's funny, you it's are, actually- How do you not sunburn? I really don't know. My dad is like super olive and I got his skin and one of our three kids got my olive and the other two were just crispy and going. My son Bernie? Yeah. Actually the little one kind of like reflects it. Like nothing really happens to her. She doesn't get tan but she doesn't get burned. It's really strange. Wow. So yeah. And then my husband is actually exactly the same too. 50-50 Irish Polish. Wow. Have you guys done the thing where you spit on a stick? No, we need to though. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Then maybe you'll be like, oh my god, we were way off. One of my family members on my dad's side did do like some in-depth mm -hmm. like 
family tree, like yeah. researched, like had it all. So I know like it's pretty solid on that side, but there's yeah, could be some fun surprises in there. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, mostly what because uh, I am from England. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> You don't say. A Mormon from Utah, uh, literally most of us are English. So English and German. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I took the spit test because it's a genetic, like a DNA test. Yes. And because of my adopted, the adopted son, which mm -hmm. I for adoption, I was like, dude, maybe if one day he does it, we can match. So mm -hmm. there's that too. Yeah, isn't that kind of cool? I kind of love that. So like, yeah, speaking of my adoption, like, we there's a registry so when you turn to 18 it's private our adoption is private and which is good fine oh my god you're going for it oh you're just trimming oh, that no. girl i'm gonna streamline it girl get on my level yeah no but it spills all over i tried to do a shot and it literally spills all over. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a serious moment here. i know i liquor is just the best like mediator of serious moments so yeah i did that I forgot where I was at. It was a, it was a private adoption. So, um, yeah, I kind of wanted another little ankle, if I'm all the way honest. I didn't, at the time when I took it, I wasn't all the way honest with myself. I was just like, man, I just want to know my DNA. And, but I'd heard that if anyone else takes it, it'll like link you. So now that I'm embracing full honesty within myself, I did it because I hope that one day I get to see him. I love it. No. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Almost as deep as that deep throat. Almost, <laughs> All right, I think this might be one of the last questions. Oh, giddy up. And if we're going to be honest, mm -hmm. this was a reply to my story prompt on Instagram asking for questions. And this one's actually from my husband. And he said, how do you balance such a strong and sexual social media presence with being a mom and wife? A really good question. And my answer would be that I think it's a delicate tiptoe between the two. Mm -hmm. um, our house is very open about sex and, um, you know, like nudity isn't viewed as something shameful in our house like it was in my house growing up. Um, but my kids are aware of my social media, I guess. I don't know presence or whatever and they know that I have told them if anything ever bothers them or affects them in any way that I will take it down no questions asked and anything that could be even close to that in the future would never be shared so um, I hope that's the right way to handle it um, I think a lot of people will probably just say that being a mom uh, you shouldn't act like that in the first place ever but my response to that would be how did we become a fucking mom in the first place <laughs> like let's be honest your sexuality did not come out of your vagina when your baby did like it did yeah. not just like come out with the Great placenta answer. and be gone like it's still there and it's okay to acknowledge it and it's okay to embrace it and be comfortable with it and again, I do have, you know, a filter and there is like a throttle on it because of my kids. Um, but in general, I think I just kind of, 
I don't know, do what the fuck I want to do, and if it bothers them, I don't do it anymore. We have had conversations about this. Yeah. Well, not like on this exact topic, but like things like, hey, would you want to do one of those channels, whatever. Right, what OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Like, dude, if I do make so much fucking money, I'll subscribe, dude. And I, Maybe if I just put my price high enough, like my kids' yeah. friends can't afford it. But it is definitely like top of mind for you. Like it was like that was the conversation yeah. was like, it sounds awesome. For sure. But I have kids. So there's right. definitely like you're very clear on your boundary with that. Yeah. And um, you know like where that is, which I think is that's the answer for whoever's asking a question yes. like that is because your boundary is different than my boundary and theirs is going to be different and theirs is going to be different and as long as you're true to where you're comfortable where your family where your spouse or partner or whatever right. it is like that's and i mean that's only if you're in a relationship if it's your mom or dad or grandma like they gotta live their fucking life right. now you get to live your fucking life right. so because like a lot of times my kids was like oh it'll make my grandma uncomfortable it's like really grandma gotta live her life you get to go live yours right. you want to post something you post it if you want to share something, you share it. Because guess what? Grandma gets to do the same fucking thing. So, there's that. And Grandma probably had like 19 kids, so clearly Grandma knows what's up No, too. Grandma had sex four times and had four kids. That's a lie. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, also, <laughs> to go with that question, my husband has actually asked basically the same thing, but how it relates to him quite often. And that I think... Sense that people assume that it bothers him or that he's bugged or doesn't agree with it. And that's actually not true. He doesn't have an issue with it. Um, I think of all of the things I've ever shared, talked about, posted, there's been like one serious conversation between us about it. And um, we ended up coming to, you know, a middle ground resolution, but he's not bothered. Um, I think he's quite proud of my stance on things, and um, if that ever changes, then we'll reevaluate that too. I love it. And I do want to say that was a little below the line for me with the four times sex for grandma. I apologize because you know what? Like, <laughs> that could be the alcohol, but it felt like I'm glad you like said not true because I don't want to show up as that person that's going to be like, ew. So I'm sorry. Grandma it's was probably real busy. Probably a wound there. And I did not hold that gently towards another human, so. Anyway. There you go. And you know what, if grandma did have sex four times and that's all grandma wanted to do, then. More power to her. That's right. More power to her. So, apologize. All right. Ha! All right, is that it? I think that's it. I think we covered all of it. Yeah, we did. So that was fun. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. For sure. Yeah. So and if you have any more questions. Yes. Please share with us. Yes. Please. Email us. Yeah, all below. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, I YouTube. Know. Yeah. I hope you watch this on YouTube. I do too. Even if you just like go peek at it, just because it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I I I mean, just look at them. It'll be worth or... the twenty seconds of clicking. I promise. Yes. Yay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you soon from Firewalker Podcast. From our hearts to your hearts. Enjoy your night, day, wherever you are. Peace out.